To listen, to learn, to witness. I don't know. You choose. This is Speak Like You Talk. My name is Nashtu. This podcast is a David M. Wee recipe. Enjoy. confusion, lack of clarity, so much fucking desperation for meaning. Why can't they just speak like they talk? Recurring, but I do have a recurring dream of being sort of in water somehow, like... Not, it's, and it's not stranded because I don't think I, at least in, in, in my memory, I don't, I, I don't recall having this feeling of feeling stranded, but feeling almost like the most free, perhaps. In okay. So maybe that says something about my interests or my desires, which is probably I would translate that now as to maybe me being always interested in being in transit somehow or being in motion or being or being in between <laughs> spaces, mm. places. Both traveling and also this feeling of being uprooted is very, uh, is something that I, I identify strongly with. And it's something that has determined very much how I navigate uh, in the world. And, and I'm, I'm constantly moving and shifting places, spaces. Um, and, and I've never had one clear, concrete goal. I'm someone that deals more with what's, what's around me and what, what I, what the potential that I see in transition or in transit is, is something that, that feels close to me and I think probably does link to certain aspirations I do have to, to keep moving and, and both contextually, geographically, mentally. And then um, in terms of having like obstructions to that, well, now I, I'm, I'm working a lot. So the work schedule sort of limits that, that freedom of movement. But, um, you know, in the past it was like financial concerns, being able to, you know, survive. But I can, I'm someone that can also work with very little resources and like survive well with, and I work all the time. Okay. <laughs> I wish I could say something else. Yeah, it's really like real. as easy as that. It's just, work. Yeah, just literally working all the time <laughs> at the moment. Yeah, and, 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 and I mean, it's not at all bad. I, I have the fortune of, of sharing my work at the moment quite a bit, and that, that's what's giving me financial stability now is my work, yeah. Some confusion <laughs> in, in some ways, like uh, for me, I, I'm really invested in this idea of, of having a sort of porous relationship to, to being uh, and to living and also to an artistic practice, which for me cannot, I cannot separate the two, which is to say that what I'm experiencing in my everyday enters into the room, is very much invited into the room when I'm making a work. For me, I don't like to abstract uh, things too far away from what I can actually perceive and recall, you know, I don't know, you know, just always engaging in some way with this sort of creative process. Um, okay. And yeah, so 
I mean, the earliest thing I made, I just made it in my living room. I just, you know, I didn't have any money and I just had a kind of vision or a sort of image or also kind of inspired by a piece of music and I was like, well, okay, what do I have access to? And I, I, was, I was like, okay, I just have my, well, actually when I say my living room, it's actually like my bedroom, it's like my, it was just, it's like my studio, like a little studio. Yeah, okay, okay. My studio and then you, and, and you just create. There with performance and dance um, was a way for me to have another sort of sociability, like another access to a different kind of so sociality that I was like very interested in. And, and dance uh, of all art forms, I think it's the most generous in that way. It's like extremely social uh, yeah. um, art form. And, and, and the, all of these things have just supported my creative energy. So I, I don't know, I just don't, I don't want to like paint a hyper unique image of myself because I don't feel that unique in the sense that I feel like so many people are have creative impulses but just yes. some, some people for whatever reason don't continue to, to, yeah, to pursue them, to pursue them. and, and I, I never knew if I, that I would ever have a career you know in, in, in the field of dance and choreography never I mean even I think some of my professors even questioned whether or not I would and I was like yeah I don't know either <laughs> but I'm going to just keep trying both my mom and dad sort of overcame and, and uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's quite amazing. And, and they were, they're very, just very open people and very engaged and very loving and supportive. So, um, and maybe they also wanted to be a bit entertained and what seemed at the time to be an unwillingness to really acknowledge difference and all of its complexities. Not through an essentialized lens, which is a very European okay. way of relating to difference. They like essentialize the other or they use the other as a way to redefine their own difference, which is like, that is tremendously violent. So, so, so I, to, I had to then go to Los Angeles, you know, I, I, I was curious about Los Angeles. I had friends, um, artists that were working there, very interesting, and, and they had suggested a, spa a, a space called Human Resources, which is, uh, it's a non-profit space in downtown Los Angeles that's unfortunately closing down now because of gentrification, so they lost the building. It's like really sad. It's very typical yeah. Los Angeles. Um, and that support that now and, and that's i mean that's that's the desire right that's the goal and and it's not to say that berlin but i mean is by any means the ideal place but at the moment I, there's a certain infrastructure that enables a lot, i think there are a lot of artists working in the city and and i like yes. that and it and you don't have to you don't feel special because you're a working artist you're just, you're just working the sort of cultural imprint that the united states had on had on me and in my understanding and 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 how that sort of politicized my very being <laughs> um, as a result of just having grown up there and feeling the tremendous uh, violence of of this like just better understanding like state violence and the and the role that that plays in in kind of so much and of of life unfortunately and i'm very fortunate because i i have a sort of freedom when i put that in quotation marks uh of movement but that i recognize that a lot of my colleagues don't have i have an american visa uh if my mother didn't marry an american man and i had a dominican visa it would be something totally different right so yeah so and i would be challenged like have a whole other set of challenges up you know up against me so i'm, I'm conscious of all of these things and and yeah and those are things that yeah, I, I, I sit with as I as I as I move around as I try to yeah, operate in spaces that seem as 
you know, ethical as they can be in modern times. It's always interesting, this point of meeting again to, and, and sharing time with them. And that's in a lot of ways why I made this piece. It was like an opportunity to always be like, all right, we're going to go do this together. And it's really, yes. um, and it's always fun and, and in some ways rewarding in that sense. I guess it's only through creativity that one arrives at the place that they <laughs> are at. And I'm, uh, there are a couple of thinkers and writers that are super inspiring. That, that Give us a few so we have some homework. Well, Sadia Hartman, and okay. she, she wrote, uh, well, Lose Your Mother is like just this profound, profound book. It's very transformative. I highly recommend it. I've referred to Fred Moten a lot, and I think a lot of people know him. He's just, he's a very well-recognized uh, theorist, but if you get a chance even to hear him speak or even re recite his own poetry, it's like incredibly moving and um, also very inspiring you to tears which is the favorite yeah you, yeah, you mentioned that a few times just, already, the, the yeah. sound score was, it was just really dope and it was just really well made you could tell that he has a, a theatrical sensibility okay um and that he worked in the theater like that's like very apparent in the way in which he stages his his actors and, and the situations okay. that sort of unfold I'm most happy when I, I can I can indulge in, in in a number of things simultaneously, right? And to be like that's how I feel most alive. So, so there's never one singular thing. It's it's, it's like a multiple. Also, like my twin brother is like mad inspiring. Like so.